Hey guys, it's Mia. Um, I'm back again with another podcast. A little bit about me before we get into the podcast is that I'm just your average human being who loves sharing holistic wisdom to help you be your better self. You can learn more about me and my and other wellness tips at happybymia.com. On there I post various blog posts that you can that can help you understand your potential and your value. Uh, specific ways you can care for yourself and so much more content that will encourage you to be your highest self. The Happy Minds podcast was created as an extension of happybymia.com to get more detailed summaries of specific wellness topics that leave you feeling inspired and more in touch with your inner self. Stay up to date so that we can stay smiling and shining together. Okay, so today's podcast is about uh, popular healthy habits that I personally have tried and do not do, or at least I don't do them often. Um, I'm not gonna say that they are overrated because everybody has their own specific habits that are gonna work for them. And that's the truth with everything. Every single person's mind and body is completely different. Every person's environment is different. Every person's, uh, just every single person has these own their own specific factors that make them who they are. So some habits that work for some people may not work for you, and that is totally fine. So what's best is to just look at ideas from other people and then kind of find the happy medium between who you are and that idea, rather than taking that idea and making it what you live. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to live someone else's life or someone else's idea of healthy. You want to live what your version of healthy is. So in this podcast, I'm going to talk about some healthy habits that a lot of people preach about and they are, aren't are necessarily something that you need to be going out of your way for, or at least I don't think you need to be going out of your way for them. So I want this podcast to kind of be a comforting way of uh, telling you that it is okay to live a healthy lifestyle for you that doesn't look similar to what you see in another person's life. How one person lives their life does not have to be how you live yours as well. And I just want to address that super clearly that you will have your own healthy lifestyle that is specific to you. And your friend will have their own healthy lifestyle that's specific to them. Either way, as long as you are happy and you're doing what you can to feel your best, then you're doing great. So let's get into it a little bit. Um, so I have written down about about like 15 things that I've tried that I know a lot of people talk about and kind of... Um, uh, preach about and say like you should be doing this every day blah, blah 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 so I've tried I've tried a lot I've tried I definitely tried a lot and here are a few of the ones that I have tried and will not go out of my way to prioritize or do again so we're just gonna go right into it so the first one is taking cold showers okay I tried taking cold showers in the morning because I take my showers in the morning I feel I feel good taking a shower in the morning. Um, taking showers in the morning to me is kind of like a like a, my one daily habit that I do that I know afterwards I'll feel super good. So that's why I shower in the morning. So taking cold showers in the morning, there's a lot of um, I guess there's a lot of scientific facts behind it, but then there's also other facts that are like okay, but it it 
it has benefits, but is it worth it really to put yourself under all that pressure? Um, so it could help honestly with waking up. So when I was taking cold showers, I didn't really notice that effect of feeling more uh, woken up after taking it because I'm already kind of a morning person. During the week, I go to bed pretty early just because I kind of get bored at the end of the night, so I should go to bed. Um, and then I usually wake up early because I go to bed early. And so when I wake up, I like train myself to kind of just, as soon as I wake up, I'm just like, get out of bed and just start doing my thing. Start taking my shower, just doing whatever I feel like doing at that moment. Um, so when I was taking cold showers, and I was only taking cold showers over the summer, and this specifically started not because of the health benefits to it, but because it was so hot that I was just like, okay, hey, I'm going to start taking cold showers. So I started taking cold showers because I was so hot and I would be freezing cold in the shower and I would take my whole shower in the cold and I would be super cold. And then afterwards, I would just get hot again immediately. And so I didn't feel like entirely woken up. But like I said, it could be because I was, I'm already a morning person. But if... If I could see how if you aren't a morning person, a cold shower could help, but at the same time, um, it might not have like, like there are other things you can do to wake yourself up. You could like go for a walk or do whatever you feel like doing that you know will help wake you up. You could do some stretching, you could exercise in the morning, do like whatever you need to do to help you wake up. So if taking cold showers help helps you in the mornings and helps you feel good then totally do it and there's also a mental aspect to it there's like the the physical um the challenging your physical body so that you know mentally that you are strong so like that could also do it because people take cold plunges as a way to like kind of sometimes people take cold plunges plunges as a way to help uh tell themselves that they are like physically strong so that means they're mentally strong because they physically overcame this in their mind and all that stuff so I could see how mentally it can make you tougher but there's also other things that could mentally make you tougher when if you become aware of those things so for example life gives us, us challenges all the time and not all the time do we acknowledge those challenges that we're getting past, but if we did acknowledge those challenges, then we would, I think we would become mentally stronger. Like if you think back to who you were like two years ago and you think of a challenge that you thought at the time you would not get through and now you're looking back at it like, whoa, like I'm so much better now, like I really got through that, then you could kind of feel like, wow, I am like mentally, emotionally stronger now and like I'm pretty tough, like I can handle that, I can handle anything else. So it really just whatever works best for you and whatever helps you feel like you're mentally strong and whatever is helping you feel like your best self. If that means taking cold showers, go ahead and do it. I personally do not care <laughs> to take a cold shower specifically because I've tried it and I didn't really see any health benefits from it. But if you do, if you if it feels good for you, totally do it. It's not a big deal. Just do whatever works best for you. So we're going to go on to the next thing. The next thing is drinking lemon water. So a lot of people will say that drinking lemon water will help you lose weight, give you clear skin, reduce bloating, all this and that. When I would drink lemon water, I don't really, I didn't really notice anything different. If anything, I honestly felt more bloated. And I can totally see how some people will drink lemon water and they'll feel good 
afterwards. But it's also just like, it's not a magic potion. So you can't just like look at lemon water as like, this will save like everything. Like this will literally be the answer to all my prayers. Like it's literally just a lemon in water. Like, like, you know what I mean? So if you drink it and you feel good from it and you see some benefits from drinking lemon water, then totally go ahead and keep doing it. But if not, then I wouldn't stress about it and I wouldn't like completely prioritize it knowing like for the hope that something will come from it. Because at the end of the day, like it's just water. And yeah, we do need water in our system. And if you don't like the taste of water because some people think water is boring or something, then lemon water could help you with that and help you get in, get more water intake during the day. So they could help in that aspect as well. Okay, the third thing, we're going to go to strength training every day. So I... I'm someone who used to do as much exercise as I could to burn off every single calorie I ate in a day. Uh, I used to exercise right after eating dinner, thinking it was burning off what I had just ate, when in reality, what I just ate was still digest, was still digest, digesting. <laughs> so I normally just felt gross and like nauseous afterwards. And so that mental relationship I had with food and exercise was just not healthy for my mind nor my physical body. And there are many people who believe that strength training every day is the best thing to do for your health. The thing is, it's different for everyone. Every single person has different bodies and schedules, so not everybody will be able to strength train every day or have the chance to get in a workout session every day. And this could lead to guilt on that person, and that person could start feeling worse about themselves for not doing what anyone else is preaching. What everyone else is preaching is best for them. So now, if you see that someone is preaching that they're doing all this stuff and that it's like super awesome and you should totally do it, but you don't have the time in your schedule, nor does your mind and body have like the power or strength at that moment to do it. You're going to get a bunch of guilt that you aren't living your life the way this person is when it's, it's okay. Listen to your mind and listen to your body. If, if you can't do it for some reason, if it doesn't fit your schedule, if it just doesn't fit your lifestyle or and you don't enjoy it, then don't do it. It doesn't matter if someone else is doing it in their lifestyle. That's their lifestyle and their way of living, and it's best for them. Do what is best for you. You can take the idea from them and, and like, okay, you can take the idea from someone, but don't make that idea who you are. Take that idea and morph it to adhere to who you are rather than making it who you are. So I used to strength strength train every day, and by Thursdays and Fridays, I was absolutely drained, both mentally and physically. This would cause me to feel more sad, dread the weekend, not enjoy my time off over the weekend. Then I realized that I'm very different from everyone else. My mind and my body work in their own unique way. So this helped me feel less guilty over the fact that my body couldn't train every single day. I went from like five to six days a week of strength training to now like two to four days. And two of those days are like intense strength training sessions. And the other two days are just like skill set focused. So they're not as intense. I'm still doing a little something and moving my body, but they're more just skills. So it's like working on my handstands or working on something new that I want to be able to do. 
and that's totally fine. I noticed that this is what works for best best for me and my mind and my body because now my mind isn't feeling drained all the time. I'm actually more excited to work out. Like I see it more as a, a hobby than a chore now. And so it's kind of just, but honestly, I wouldn't have known this if I didn't try. So it's also very good to try new things and see what works best for you. And if it doesn't work best for you, that is totally okay. And that's awesome to find out what doesn't work best for you because then you can try new things and see what does work best for you. So when it comes to like strength training every day and working out every single day, listen to your mind and your body. This is where self-awareness is super important and being mindful because you don't want to drain yourself to the point where you have to take a longer break than the break you would have taken when you have energy, if that makes sense. So having working out for me only two to four days a week helps me on those other days have mini breaks for my mind and my body rather than doing a hard workout five to six days a week and then uh, have like one two weeks of just like drained like no energy at all because I didn't give myself any break between the time so but that's also just me some people I know some people who are able to work out pretty much every single day and like close all their rings on their apple watch every single day which is that's awesome for them and they're totally fine they don't feel drained or anything they still listen to their body and listen to when they're hungry and when their mind is tired when they need more rest than others and that's awesome that works best for them they wouldn't have known that if they didn't try it so it's great to try new things and see what works best for you but at the end of the day don't feel guilty if someone else is uh living uh their lifestyle don't feel guilty about not living the same lifestyle as someone else as long as you're living the lifestyle that makes you feel the best you're doing amazing you're doing awesome okay so next we are going to go into uh number four which is prioritizing high intensity cardio i used to do this a lot and this was for the same reason that i would strength train all the time because i thought that i would just immediately burn off every single thing i ate when in reality it just wasn't getting fun at that point and exercise should be fun like moving your body you should feel gratitude when you're moving your body and doing all this active stuff because it really is like it's a blessing that you're able to do that and it's a bless it you should feel grateful that you woke up another day able to move your body and and walk across the street and like swim in the ocean and feel the sand on the beach and like all this stuff you should feel so grateful for being able to move your body and if you prioritize too much of like doing high intensity cardio that's like hurting your that could it could hurt your body over time if your body isn't used to that or if your body isn't designed for that um so it's totally fine and I what I found works best for me is I don't purposely try to get in like a certain amount of cardio but I do try to find ways to be active so that means um I try to do it socially too like I know that I like playing tennis with my my friends and my family so I'll try like once a week or as often as possible like to go play tennis like with my friends and my family because I know that I enjoy that and they enjoy that and it's a time to connect with my friends and my family while doing something active and doing that it doesn't feel like a chore it doesn't feel like a responsibility like I'm not hating on it because I'm like I have to do it's not a punishment it's 
Um, I'm grateful that I'm able to play tennis with my family and my friends and have this fun time that we can all share together and make and have this memory together forever, you know? So that's awesome. And then um, just doing stuff that I love. Like personally, I found that I love running hill sprints, but I will not run my hill sprints if I don't feel good. Like I had gotten a concussion not too long ago, so I didn't do run hill sprints for like two months. And I so badly wanted to just because I just have so much fun. I like feeling like I'm going super fast and like all that. But I did it because I was listening to my body. And even when my concussion was healed, I knew that my I was still feeling a little drained and that I probably shouldn't do it. So definitely just listen to your body and don't prioritize working out over memories. So if you have a choice to go to this uh, once in a lifetime opportunity or just being with friends and like sharing these like moments with your friends, I feel like prioritizing that is a lot more important than prioritizing like um, like a workout that you're doing to punish yourself, if that makes sense. If you can find the happy medium between the two, that's awesome. But just know that even if someone else found that happy, that happy medium, that doesn't mean that you have to as well. Do what works best for you. I'm going to say that after every single, every single habit that I talk about, but do what is best for you. So the next habit, I'm going to go straight into this one too. This one, okay. This one, I tested out for a long time. For a while, I was very into it. And a lot of people are still very into it, which I like applaud them. That is, that's awesome that they can do this. And that is journaling. Okay, there is a lot of talk that journaling is awesome. Even I, on my website, I talk about how journaling will be really good, but it's only good if that's something that you're into. Like, I personally love writing. I'm a very deep thinker. I've always loved like English classes when we can like write like stories or like write essays. Like I'm totally fine writing essays and, and research papers and stuff like that. Like I love to write. And so for me, when I started journaling, like I liked it. At first I never knew what to journal about. I was always just super confused. Like what am I supposed to put on this piece of paper? And then when I continued to journal, I kind of thought to myself like, okay, This journal, I'll kind of write it to like my future self so that myself in the future when I'm living this awesome life, I can look back at these journals and be like, whoa. So I kind of started writing to my future self in a way just so that it gave me more intention in the journal. Uh, So I journaled for probably like a year. Honestly, I went through journaling prompts, just like doing what's on my mind. And I didn't do it daily. I definitely did it weekly, but daily, definitely not. But I would journal at least once a week on average. And I learned that it's good to get my thoughts out on paper. But at the same time, sometimes my thoughts uh, ramble so much that my hand and my like my vocabulary like can't keep up with the thoughts that are going wild in my head. So this is why sometimes I would start typing things on my notes. But then for some reason, typing stuff on my notes on my phone just felt not as personal as writing it in a journal. I don't, I don't know because someone could take your journal and read it just like they could take your phone and read your notes. But there's just something about putting it into my phone that I was like, oh, I just don't feel like I can be as open as much. So anyway, 
Journaling is a great habit if that's something that you're into. (laughs) And it doesn't hurt to try. There are a lot of benefits that can come with journaling, but you can also get those same benefits in other activities like drawing or painting or doing whatever, just talking out loud, deleting a video, whatever it is to you, going for a walk and listening to a podcast or just talking to your friend in the car or I don't know. You can get a lot of those benefits from other things. So if journaling doesn't work for you, then you don't have to do it. I don't necessarily think it's overrated because like I said, it does still have a lot of benefits. Like it helps you clear your thoughts a little more and it can help you um, like keep track of your goals. (coughs) Excuse me, keep track of your goals and all that. But honestly, if you don't see benefits from it or if you can't keep up with it, then that is totally fine. It is totally okay to not be able to stay on track with journaling and you don't have to be journaling for 15 minutes every single day. That's a lot of journaling. You can journal like inconsistently, like any habit you have, you can do it inconsistently. It doesn't have to be consistent and we'll talk about more consistent schedules in a bit, okay? But the next thing I want to talk about is meditating. I tried meditating for a while and it meditating is difficult like honestly it's supposed to be this really serene peaceful thing but it honestly can be kind of difficult because it's it's okay you're not supposed to focus in meditating technically well I guess there's different kinds of meditations but I don't know I always had kind of trouble like even five minutes was kind of a lot so I would do one minute and in that one minute it was nice it was nice um I wouldn't say I necessarily got anything out of it A lot of people can meditate for like 30 minutes at a time and I applaud those people because that is crazy. Like that's that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, Meditating can be good to like set an intention for the day or to just really like become aware of your emotions and how you're feeling and like what your mind and body is capable of doing for that day. Um, Just become like self-aware of how you're feeling and all that stuff. So meditating could be really helpful, uh, but it's also another thing that you don't have to stress about the fact that you didn't get to meditate in a day. It is totally fine if you don't get to. I think just sitting down doing your work and then noticing how you're breathing is just as beneficial as sitting down for 10 minutes by yourself with your eyes closed and no sound. So I think just being self-aware is just very, very good. And meditation can help with that self-awareness, but you can also have self-awareness even while you're doing your regular day activities. Um, so meditating is something that if it if you see benefits from it, go for it, just go for it. And don't care what people think <laughs> because if it works for us, if it works good for you, then that that's awesome. So another thing, another kind of popular habit that gets spread that I don't focus on too much is canceling all fast food. Honestly, nobody's perfect and nobody's going to be cooking their food every single day. (laughs) And there's going to be times where there's celebrations, birthdays, and you go out to dinner or you are running late or you're just having a super tired day and you order takeout or you're super stressed one day and cooking food just sounds in like you cannot do it like just order takeout i think that's totally fine 
I think that no matter where you're eating, there's like the choice between getting something that will fuel your body nutritious nutritiously, and then there's a way to fuel your body not as nutritiously. But the most important thing at the end of the day is that you're satisfied and that you feel good with what you just ate, both mentally and physically. And so I think that you don't necessarily have to cancel out all fast food and be super strict on that and then feel guilty if one day your friends are like hey let's get taco bell and then you're like i can't eat taco bell because fast food <laughs> like enjoy that memory with your friends enjoy that time with your friends and just eat the damn food <laughs> like it's food and it's gonna fuel you and as long as you're feeling satisfied you're gonna feel good so next we're gonna talk about eating no sugar so i've tried eating no sugar before and honestly it, it's like it, it doesn't really make sense to me. I mean, yeah, too much sugar can definitely harm you too much. But this is where you have to be self-aware and listen to your body because your body may not be asking necessarily for all that sugar, but then you're doing it anyway because you're kind of eating with your eyes rather than eating with your body. And that's important to be mindful when you're eating and mindful in does my body really want this right now or does my eyes just think that looks really good you know what I mean so when it comes to eating just be mindful in what your body uh, needs and wants in that moment and don't feel guilty if your body is like okay yeah I can handle the sweet tooth and then eat it because like I said earlier like as long as you're satisfied like that's awesome and you're doing great and just because someone else might be like oh no I can't eat that it has sugar that doesn't mean you have to do that that's their lifestyle. That's their choice. That's their personal life. You can do whatever you want. If you're with your friend and you really want frozen yogurt and you ask them, hey, do you want frozen yogurt? And they're like, no, I'm okay. But you're craving that frozen yogurt. Just get the frozen yogurt. Like you can eat it by yourself. Your friend doesn't have to eat the frozen yogurt with you. If you're craving it, get it because then you're going to feel unsatisfied the rest of the day that you didn't. Most likely you'll feel unsatisfied the rest of the day that you didn't have this frozen yogurt three hours ago so just eat when you feel like you'd be satisfied from it and if your mind and body really want it so next we're going to talk about waking up early like I said I'm a morning person on the weekdays and that's only because I get bored at nighttime, so I just go to sleep um and then that causes me to wake up earlier because I'm going to bed earlier. But I usually don't wake up. So I usually don't wake up any later than 7. And I usually don't wake up any earlier than 5.30. And even when I wake up on my own, I don't set alarms. That's another big thing. I don't like setting alarms because I feel like my body needs to sleep to the amount that it needs like my body will sleep however long it needs and if that means that if I'm waking up early the next morning like I need to be up early the next morning like for sure I will force myself to go to bed earlier just so that I don't have to set an alarm so that I can let my body get the rest that it needs rather than going to bed later knowing that I need to wake up earlier and then set an alarm for like six hours of sleep when my body needed more so Anyway, waking up before like 6 a.m. So a lot of people say like wake up super early, like it feels really good. Honestly, even when I do wake up at 6 a.m., the times that I do, 
I crash. <laughs> I crash afternoon. Like at one o'clock, I'm just like, oh, nap time. And I end up taking like an hour nap, which isn't bad. I'm just saying, like, be prepared to like not feel super energetic the rest of the day. Like, even if you see another person doing all this stuff in their life and whatever, you don't really know how they're feeling on the inside or what they did like when the camera turned off, you know? Like they could have taken two hour nap and you would have no idea because you see like 15 minutes of their entire day. And so I feel like that's also really important to acknowledge that you don't have to wake up super early in order to have a great day. Your day can start at any moment in the day. Like you can literally start your day at 3 p.m., and be perfectly fine. You can start your day at 8 a.m. be perfectly fine. And this is something that I really had to get myself to not feel guilty about because I got to the point where at one point in my life, I would wake up at 7.30 and already feel stressed about my day. But that's because I was overworking my schedule and overloading my schedule and my to-do list rather than listening to my mind and body and like understanding like what I'm able to do this day physically and mentally and then aligning my to-do list with how I am how my well-being is feeling so you don't have to wake up before 6 a.m if you feel like that works great for you that's awesome if you're just not the early morning person that is totally fine too you can literally start you can literally start your day any at any point and still have a nice successful day it just depends how you look at it and um the things you tell yourself too so next we're going to talk about having a morning and a night routine so I tried for the longest time to have a morning routine and nothing worked out. I ended up, I created like a specific routine and I would purposely try to follow that specific routine every single day. And I realized like it just becomes a chore at like at one point it just becomes like a responsibility and it's not even enjoyable anymore. So I like fully believe then I'm going to have a podcast soon about this, about routines And I fully believe that you do not need to have a specific morning and night routine um, because our mind and our body are constantly dealing with new experiences throughout the day that we're going to constantly feel different, like always. So like my yesterday, like was way different than how I felt this morning. Some mornings I wake up and I immediately want to shower. Other mornings I wake up, I immediately want to do work and then shower. Some mornings I wake up and I want to do some yoga, work, and then shower. Some mornings I wake up and I'm like, I'm so hungry, I need food. So as soon as I wake up, I just kind of listen to my body. As I'm making my bed, I kind of listen to my body like, okay, what do I need right now? What do I feel like doing? Like, I don't want to force myself to shower if I don't feel like doing that, because then I'm just not going to feel good afterwards. So I'd rather just prioritize my mind and body rather than prioritizing a specific task. Um, so you do, I think the best routine is the one that involves you listening to your body. So get into the routine of listening to your body rather than into a routine of a bunch of actions. So that's super important. Um, next is like getting sunlight as soon as you wake up. You hear sometimes that like as soon as you wake up, like go walk outside. And I'm just like, okay, (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> when I wake up, I do not immediately want to go outside because I'm like, dude, I'm in like my Star Wars pajama bottoms with like my brother's hoodie on. Like, I don't want to, <laughs> and my brother's baggy hoodie on that's like an extra large on me. I don't want to just like walk, stroll through my neighborhood looking like, like, like a marshmallow. Um, <laughs> not that I care, but I just don't feel like walking in the morning and sunlight is great to get. I love sleeping with my blinds already open so that when I wake up, the sun is already coming into my room and I don't necessarily like using, um, like lights in the house like turning on lights in the house because I like just using the sunlight from outside on days that the sun is out which is a lot like a lot of time in California (laughs) um but yeah so you don't have to immediately get up and then go outside of the sun if that doesn't feel right to you if you feel like you are forcing yourself to do that then you might not actually want to do it and just listen to your body and your mind about what you actually want to do that will promote a good day for you and get you in a good mood. So this also gets to our next point, which is no screen time an hour after waking up and an hour before bed. This is, okay, so for the longest time, I would try to wake up and then just like not go on my phone and then I would try to go to bed without going on my iPad or my phone like an hour before but then I realized like I just it it wasn't promoting or demoting sleep for me um it was kind of just whatever and again that could be different for everyone but like honestly sometimes I could just be on my phone and then just knock out Other times, if I'm more stressed, then I'll be on my phone and it kind of keeps me up more. But then it also, the factor of being stressed kind of adds into the reason why I probably can't sleep. And if you can still be productive in the mornings, if you're on your phone for two hours once you wake up, like you can still be productive because you can change your actions at any point in the day. (laughs) Like just because you didn't have a, like, so-called productive morning routine because you went on your phone as soon as you woke up and you were on your phone for like an hour scrolling through Instagram or whatever the heck you're doing. Like just because that happened, that doesn't mean that the rest of your day won't be productive and doesn't have to be productive. Like the rest of your day can still be productive. Like that isn't a bad thing that you did. Like don't train your mind to think that that's a bad thing that you did. If you genuinely don't feel good after going on your phone for an hour before bed or after waking up then obviously don't do that but listen to your body and your mind like if it's not a big deal to you then you're totally fine if it is kind of a big deal to you then acknowledge that if you know if you see that your energy gets low like after doing something acknowledge that that's super important like maybe you shouldn't be doing that because your energy and mood goes down and now you don't feel motivated or productive or whatever so just definitely listen to how you feel after you do something and see if that's how you want to be feeling at that moment in your day. Uh, next, we're going to talk about yoga and stretching every day. I love doing yoga. I love doing yoga as much as I can. But honestly, as much as I love yoga, I just don't feel like doing it sometimes. And that is totally fine. At first, I kind of made myself feel guilty for not wanting to do yoga sometimes. But then I realized, like, hey, Mia, it's okay to not feel like doing yoga. That is totally fine. Like, even stretching before bed, I tried to get in the habit of stretching before bed. And 
there would just be times where I'm like, you know what? I just want to fall into bed and go to sleep. Like, like, listen to your body. If you just don't feel like doing it, then don't feel like, then don't do it. Like, if it's gonna, yoga and stretching, I feel like, is something that they are beneficial, but they don't have to be prioritized as much as, like, eating food. Like, eating food is very important, drinking water, because it, like, it, it, um, it gives your body nutrients, and your body and mind nutrients that you need to, to literally function, but yoga and stretching can give you benefits like that, but without it, it's not gonna, you're not gonna necessarily lose anything, so I wouldn't stress over it if you're not getting yoga or stretching in every single day. I wouldn't stress over it. If you have the time, if you feel like doing it, go ahead and do it. If you don't have the time, that's totally okay. If you don't feel like doing it, that's totally okay. If it's inconsistent and you never know when you're going to do yoga or stretch, you just wake up one morning like, you know what, I feel like moving my body with some yoga, then do it. If you're going to bed one night and you're like, you know what, I don't feel like going through a stretch routine, then don't do it. <laughs> just do whatever makes you feel good and whatever will promote you to feel better. And now is what we're going to talk about, consistent schedules and consistent schedules you do not need to have a consistent schedule it is totally okay for your day yesterday to look different than your day today because every single every single day will be different like you're gonna have different experiences and different vibes and different weather in a day and every single thing like impacts you mentally and physically like and that's totally fine so your schedule does not have to be consistent and this kind of goes along with every other thing like like journaling that doesn't have to be consistent um going for a walk every day that doesn't have to be consistent doing yoga and stretching every day that does not have to be consistent like consistency is really good when it comes to reaching a certain goal because let's say that you have a goal of um like hitting a certain number in the gym or whatever right well then yeah staying consistent no matter how high the intensity is staying consistent in that goal will be great for you because it helps you progress even if you don't feel like it you're staying consistent but when it comes to stuff like like having a certain schedule and all that like you don't have to stay consistent you can uh, work out in the morning one day and then work out in the nighttime the next day if that's how you're feeling like it's totally okay just let your schedule move with how your mind and your body are feeling so the last thing we're gonna go over is reading every single day so I tried to get in the habit of reading every single day and I did this for a while but then like I said like I just don't feel like it sometimes and that is totally okay to not feel like it sometimes and that's 100% fine if you don't read every single day even if you see other people reading every single day if that's just not your vibe then don't do it that's totally okay don't stress over it it's okay everything will be okay as long as you're doing what makes you happy and you're doing what you gotta do you're doing great so these are all 15 things that I think are kind of said a lot in life um to that are said to help you like be better and honestly I just want to say like if you don't do any of these habits that's totally okay when you hear see or whatever know people that are doing these like super healthy habits for them and stuff it's like 
just because they do it doesn't mean that you have to also. I think the best thing for you is listening to your mind and body and how you're feeling and doing what works best for you because literally everybody will have their own unique healthy habits that work best for them and that will be completely different for everybody and that's super important to acknowledge so like I said before and I'm going to say it again when you see ideas of like healthy habits and stuff don't take that healthy habit and be like okay yeah that's that's who I need to be I need to be like her like be yourself and then find the happy medium of taking that a little idea and like morphing it into what's best for you so I think that's really important to acknowledge and then just listening to your mind and your body on how they're feeling and working from there that's very important so this was uh my fourth podcast on uh healthy habits that I don't do that are pretty popular and why I don't do them um I hope you enjoyed I felt like I really needed to share this because a lot of people kind of stress over the fact that they aren't doing these healthy habits that they hear are good for them when it's like the world is always going to say that some things are good for you and some things are bad like there will always be like the oh don't do that because it's bad but do that because it's good like there's always going to be pros and cons with everything and at the end of the day just do what you see the most benefits from and what you are feeling the like your best self from because that's all that matters at the end of the day um so thank you for listening and um if you enjoyed this then i would highly recommend sending this to someone that you love so that they can also feel their best and be aware of what they are capable of because that's really important to spread those positive vibes and help each other feel good and be our best selves so you can find me on Instagram at happybymia underscore. You can find me on Pinterest at happybymia. Um, you can go to my website, happybymia.com. Subscribe to that website to get more blog posts about uh, your wellness and to get updates on when I have a new podcast and all that fun stuff. There's also free uh, guides and downloads that you can get to help you like feel good like I have some journaling prompt guides on there actually if journaling is uh, something that you want to try or something that you're really into I have a lot of journaling prompts on my website that you can download for free um so go ahead and definitely check out all the content I have on there that you could find useful for yourself um thank you so much for listening um this was another Happy Minds podcast with Mia, and I am Mia. Hello. <laughs> uh, I hope you have a great day, and always remember to stay smiling. Bye.